W. Smith Show at 6. The pre-W. Smith Show now. 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right. Well, we all know well, we talked about it in the beginning of the show, but uh, we all know well all of the changes, dynamics, morphing going on in the world of labor these days. Are there going to be layoffs or they're not going to be layoffs? People still, the great resignation, read an article yesterday, still going on. Many people looking to switch, make changes, demand more. Interesting times. Got to time it right. Got to time it right, but uh, a lot of change, a lot of change going on in the labor markets. Very interesting sector these days to keep an eye on. Now, look, we've got the good fortune here in the pre-W. Smith show of not having to just keep an eye on it. Sometimes uh, you just got to keep an ear on it, and you got to listen to the pre-W. Smith show. And we've got Lauren Weber, reporter at the Wall Street Journal, who did an interview with us just a couple days ago about the struggles that uh, corporations, businesses are now having today in getting their employees onboarded, getting them properly trained, trying to offset productivity issues and other issues when bringing on new employees. And this may be driving this thing we talked about a few days ago, this labor hoarding concept, which now seems to be going on at uh, big companies here in America. So take a listen. Here's our interview with Lauren. So Lauren, there's all kinds of changes going on in the labor market. Will there be layoffs? Is there quiet quitting going on? Are people keeping their jobs or are they still thinking about taking that shot at switching and getting that raise that comes with or has at least in the last few months or maybe over the last year, you know, has come with making a job change? Lots of dynamic changes going on. We even learned last week that some companies are even doing what has been coined labor hoarding keeping their employees on staff so they don't have to go through the expensive training and other things, onboarding that's required to get a good hire on board. What are you finding? You wrote an article about companies struggling with an influx of new hires. Tell us what you know. Sure. Well, this has been a very unusual job market for the last couple of years uh, with, you know, started off the pandemic with lots of layoffs and then all of a sudden demand shot up, partly because of a lot of government stimulus money. And all of a sudden, companies needed people, needed more and more people to meet that demand for, you know, in restaurants, in airlines, in factories and things like that. So what we've seen for about the last year and a half is that companies have been, they can't hire enough people. They've had, you know, about two job openings per unemployed person in the economy for quite a while now. And basically just companies needing to hire as many people as they could. So... Much attention has been focused on their ability to find enough people. Companies did things like reduce the amount of time it took for them to make an offer to somebody or reduced hiring requirements, like maybe you needed less experience or not, you don't need a college degree anymore to get a job. So the good news from all of that hiring activity is that most companies were able to get back to pre-pandemic levels of employment. The downside for many companies was that they had all these new employees and they had to train them. And not only does that take a lot of time and energy, and you also have to take your veteran employees and pull them off the line or take them away from the job that they are doing in order to train the new people, but you also have in that ramp up process, things like customer service might suffer, quality might suffer as people learn these new jobs. Yes, indeed. Even productivity may suffer. I mean, you're filling spots, in many cases, critical spots, and there can be a bottleneck where the employee's capabilities are not yet optimized. Exactly. And we saw that in the you know, macroeconomic data where for the first two quarters of this year, 
productivity fell pretty steeply. And that's, you know, the amount of goods and services that can be produced per labor hour. And the biggest drop that I think we've had in decades took place in the first quarter of this year. And we spoke to economists and, you know, they said, well, you know, a part of that probably has to do with the fact that you have a lot of new and inexperienced hires getting trained into jobs. They're just not yet at their peak capacity. We're seeing this phenomenon really across the board. I mean, I think one place where people might be experiencing it in their daily lives is airlines. Even though the airlines have generally hired up to where they were before the pandemic, we're still seeing tons of customer service issues, baggage being lost. There was recently, uh, we wrote about an, an incident where two planes actually clipped each other's wings at an airport, partly because there were inexperienced wing walkers. That's the, the job category there who were trying to move the planes on the tarmac. So, you know, that's a pretty clear example, you know, but this is also happening in restaurants where you had big restaurant chains hiring hundreds of people a day, and that was affecting customer service orders going to the wrong tables and things like that, slowdowns. And it's in places like nursing as well, where you had um, during the pandemic, a lot of nurses were not able to train in hospitals. So they, some nurses, I heard from uh, the head of nursing at a big hospital chain, new nurses were coming into their jobs having never actually touched a patient, you know, out of safety. You know, these were COVID precautions. They couldn't do their rounds inside hospitals when they were training. So they were working on mannequins. Well, then they come first day on the job and they have to start taking blood from real people. It means that you have to spend more time training them. And of course, that slows everything down as well. Slows things down, as you point out, especially in the healthcare field, you know, puts people at risk indeed. What did you learn about kind of the outlook for hiring and or layoffs this year? What do you think is ahead in the job market? It's such a confusing time because on the one hand, we have a lot of people very worried about recession and the Federal Reserve is still raising interest rates. That's going to slow down economic activity and make companies very nervous about hiring new people. On the other hand, there's a lot of evidence of something called labor hoarding, which is um, companies really struggled to hire people over the last year and a half or so. And many don't want to give up those people only potentially to need them again, you know, in a short time. Even if there is a recession, we don't know how long it might last. Maybe it would be pretty short. They might need those people again, you know, in a few months or a year. So a lot of companies are not laying people off. They're they're holding on to the hires that they have. And and the hiring numbers are still relatively strong. So, So many companies are also still trying to bring on new people. Yeah, it's interesting. You talk about labor hoarding. We had a chance to feature that last week on our show. And, you know, that's an interesting revelation, but it makes a lot of sense and may even be a prognosticator of the fact that many leaders at these big companies, even though many now are thinking a recession is inevitable, maybe it's not going to be as deep and long as others may have been in the past that we've experienced. And so taking this kind of cautionary measure of laying people off in advance in order to cut costs, et cetera, kind of shoring up the company as we head into tougher times, maybe they're taking a longer view look saying, look, we're going to try to get through this, punch our way through it, struggle through it, bite the bullet and eat some extra costs maybe that we otherwise wouldn't have to eat had we laid people off. But on the other end of this, we're going to be well positioned to accelerate our business at that point once things get uh, rolling again. So very interesting times indeed. We'll keep an eye on it. Listen, uh, Lauren, we really appreciate you being on and sharing the story with us. Lauren Weber, reporter for the Wall Street Journal. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 